You are listening to the Holistic Travel Nurse Podcast. Thanks for stopping in, checking me out if you're new. If you're one of my continued listeners, um, I got a good one for you. We're going to start with this little clip that I found. um, The double shots are failing the hospitals and killing people. Let's start with that. Or in hospitals, etc. However, they've decided not to take the clot shot, possibly seeing the carnage. How many people has this lady seen die from getting the vaccine in a care home? How many? We just don't know. So she's taken a brave decision not to get it, and she's been sacked. Now, what sort of way to treat a person who's done their best under these uh, circumstances, and then they get sacked because they have seen the carnage? This is the plan, you see. So Boris warns, they haven't had the third dose, so the hospitals are full. It says, look, too many double jab Britons are ending up in hospital due to the slow booster rollout. Too many double jab Britons. Well, let's just try and find out how many double jab Britons are ending up in hospital. Because this, I got the time yesterday. This is a little doozy, by the way. You know I like to keep things, uh, the really interesting stuff to last. Right, just to get everybody excited. Right, so I hope you can all see that. The head of the NHS, for those that can't, the head of the NHS, right, made an outrageous, basically another pathological liar, that's how she got the job. Pathological liar, gets the job, and what she says is, that 14 times as many people in hospital with the coronavirus as at this time last year. Now, if that was true, it would show that the vaccines are a total unmitigated disaster. Total disaster, yeah. So obviously she's had to begin to get a bit of a telling off. And what's actually happened, they've turned around and said, NHS England, right, later clarified that Pritchard had been talking about admissions. Now admissions in August 2021, right, the most recent published set of figures, which were 22,877. In August last year, during the height of that pandemic, 1,629. Wow. Wow. So who are these 22,877? Well, we know who they are. These are vaccine damaged. These are vaccine damaged patients. They've told you, and you just tell you it's not coronavirus. What is it? How has it went from 1,629 to 22,877? See, where these people let themselves down, right? How they get caught out, right? Is the like, the figures. You know, it's a bit like, because they need to work out how many people are harming all the rest of it. So they love that figures. So unfortunately, they've been caught out, haven't they? This is dynamite. You need to get it shared all over, all right? So you see, this is, see, University of Sheffield, right, who did the this is an outrageous misuse of statistics from the chief executive of the NHS. You're gonna stand down. She's gonna get sacked for misinforming, for trying to terrorize the population. Look, says this statement she made, it's 14 times higher. Does she not know that the 14 times higher number is attributed to those who've been double vaxxed? As Johnson confirms in this document 
Yeah, no. Too many job, too many double job Britons are ending up in hospital. What's causing it, Johnson? Yes, we know what's causing it. Right, we know exactly what's causing it, uh, Mr. Johnson. But unfortunately, you see, you keep catching yourself out. And that is why this lady and the 120,000 frontline NHS staff and the 60 plus thousand in the nursing care homes don't want to take it at all. And the people who have had the double job don't want your booster poison. Don't want it. Consequently, you've got a problem on your hands and all people have to do is make sure those people come together. Right? They need to make sure that people come together. It is absolutely crucial that we gather our numbers. So people can be directed to groups locally. They can start to get involved locally. And we can start to do something about it. So get involved with other groups. There's our details there. There's our details there. Stop the Save us UK. That's the UK. Just get involved. Get involved. Believe us, this is a mass murder agenda. We know what it is. And they're, they're giving you the information themselves. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Once again. I mean, this is unbelievable. Sorry, I got one more for you. How's the genocide agenda going? Uh, oh. How's the genocide agenda going? Uh, not very well for the cult, I uh, suspect. Obviously in a bit of a panic, you can see uh, Johnson's looking a little bit uh, grey around the gills a little bit, trying to sell this one, alright, because you've got to be pretty, pretty dim. Considering all the data that's coming out of Gibraltar, highest population of vaccinated, Waterford, highest population of vaccinated, Israel, highest population of vaccinated, the vaccines causing the sickness. The Australian government actually admitted to poison. It's in our military documents, the COVID-19 vaccine poison uh, agenda. So, I try to poison you, all right, uh, with this technology, not a vaccine. Don't even think it's a vaccine, it's a biological chemical weapon, and it looks like the information's getting out all over the place. And these cult members, still pushing it, still pushing, unbelievable. So we've got the intelligence agents in the US here don't want to get it, for obvious reasons. I don't think it's just because I've been watching some of my videos. I think it's probably because of the fact that they've actually got the data and they know it's a biological chemical weapon. Can it be that dim? They'll have watched Dr. David Morton's work, Professor Francis Boyle, Dr. Lee Merritt, blah, blah, blah. Millions of them, all right? Millions of people across the world now know that is poison, and they're monitoring all that. That's why Facebook's shutting all the posts down. Anybody who's been vaccine damaged, why Twitter shuts down any vaccine damaged posts, why Instagram shuts down any uh, vaccine posts, because they're part of a mass murder agenda to kill everybody. That's what you, you know, you've, you've got to get your head around the fact that they want you off, they want you gone. Genocide. I mean, telling people from day one. You know, we knew when they put the LED lights in, they're biologically toxic all life, kill all pollinators. I'm actually admitting that. Your local councils fitted this, right, because they're greedy, self-serving, and they've got a suicide mission. They want to die. The local police, you know, this goes, your coppers, your nurses, your doctors, obviously it's 120,000 NHS staff, frontliners who don't want to take because they've seen the carnage, the CMRs, there's a sportsman in Australia who wants, who's going to lose 500,000 a year. He's that desperate not to take it. And then you've got fools 
who were terrorised into taking the first two shots and are now being told that they didn't work and they need to go and get a booster. Well, it's like me putting a couple of batteries in a torch, buying a couple of batteries in a torch and putting them in and the torch not working, what do you think? I'm going to be dumb, dumb enough to go and buy another another one or another couple. Well, the British government have already got your plans for two boosters and Germany six. There's quite a few in it. <laughs> You can't make this stuff up, right? And what it is, it's basically an IQ test, isn't it? It's a test to see how dim people really are. Okay. I put the technology inside you, right, which allows the technology company to patent you and then obviously change your DNA somewhat so you're not really uh, a man, you're not the creator's creation. There's something completely different, a chimera, which spoke about this ages ago, about the CRISPR technologies and how they change their DNA. So you're going to be genetically modified. So the pure bloods, believe us, the pure bloods, the pure blood sperm, pure blood, blood, pure bloods, anything, they're the ones that's going to survive this. The others won't survive. Well, maybe it's a bit of prayer might help, because there's always time for redemption. I always say that, don't ever... If you've been caught out through ignorance, there's always the chance for redemption. So you can't redeem yourself. I'm pretty sure that that door's always open, always open till the last. So anybody in the uh, public sector who's been going along with this whole hoax, COVID-19 hoax, and basically done the wrong thing, you do have an opportunity to repent. So I would definitely start on that track. I'd be on that immediately, but if you don't, you're going to die, your family's going to die, if you've got any family, it's coming from the hall. There's going to be a lockdown, there's going to be more lockdowns. Think about it, in all the areas, Gibraltar, Israel, Porter Island, wherever they've had the largest vaccinations, they've got the largest sickness. doesn't take a brain surgeon to work that one out. Not that a lot of these brain surgeons are pretty bright. Can it be? Because a lot of them have had the vaccine. Anybody that takes something <laughs> that doesn't know what's in it, think about it. They don't know what's in it. The people that are injecting it don't know what's in it. So they can't even tell you what's in it because they don't know. Because it's a secret. It's a secret because it's a biological chemical weapon. I mean, you've got a couple of ladies there who developed this AstraZeneca within half an hour of getting the data from the communist Chinese military <laughs> that admitted it. That admitted that they had their vaccine, the AstraZeneca vaccine, ready to rock and roll after half an hour of getting the data, right, from the Chinese military uh, complex. I mean, can you make that up? Could you really make it? I mean, they've admitted this. They've actually admitted it on the mainstream media. And people are dumb enough, right, to went along with it. I understand why you were frightened. They terrorised you. They broke the law. They terrorised you. Sage operating uh, with Imperial College London, paid for by the Chinese once again. Obviously, we know it's not the Chinese, really. We know who's funding the Chinese. The whole China thing, it's the international banking cult. So, that's what's really going on. Uh, just done them all over. Through greed, self-interest, corruption, a corrupted system. Totally corrupted. And now they're in there, and Johnson kind of back out. The only thing that's going to back them out is the people. And what we see is happening in Australia with Dan Andrews, right? In him pushing his lockdown in this medical tyranny on the population. And believe us, they've had enough of it. And they're starting to work out. And the people that have been vaccinated went along with it. 
when they find out what we know to be true, right, when they find out, I can see these politicians get a bit uh, short shrift. So, really important, be the resistance, uh, spread the knowledge, really good, sharing's caring, getting these out all over, very important. So, do what your best you can, get it out all over, and just make sure, like you say, as many souls as possible, because it is coming, and it's not going to get much better until we stop it. True. How's the genocide agenda? Sorry, okay, um, now we're going to do Dr. Carrie Madej at a this is a long time ago where she spoke but this is at a freedom conference and it kind of ties into what he was saying so speed this up a little and so this is um dr carrie madey these are brave people it's powerful words are powerful don't forget that we were made in the likeness of god that is beautiful it separates us from all other organisms on the planet. It is the blueprint for life. It tells us how to grow, how to heal ourselves, how to um, improve ourselves, how to reproduce. Everything you want to know is inside of there. The DNA. One protein insertion. So protein, uh, different proteins make different complexes in the body. Uh, one protein insertion, deletion, or translocation, switching it around, can have immense effects. That means you can have mutations, uh, birth defects, cancers, etc. You cannot just play with this and think that everything's okay. You cannot be careless or frivolous. So DNA is transcribed into RNA. We talk about RNA a lot, right? So it's uncoiled and then it's transcribed into RNA. So it's the messenger, which then makes the protein. And there's 135,000 terabytes in one human genome. So our genome is a code and a language, again, like a living book. And I, I said, of course, a mutation can be very disastrous. And I wanted to show you how DNA is compared to a computer code, a binary code. It's also like a Morse code or actual language and how it's translated in that way. It's important to know because all of these people behind these projects, they know this. They know that we can upload our DNA, our genomes into the cloud and download them. They've been doing that for a long time. They've been putting into computer uh, databases for a reason. You have to know that. And just know, like, I, I put the example, the boy is mad, the boy is sad. You just change one letter. It's a whole different meaning, right? One little letter. These people in these projects, with these injections, they want to change sentences or paragraphs. What will that do? So we are at the most pivotal point in human history of all of our written history. It is the introduction of transhumanism. And here's Ray Kurzweil, uh, Google bigwig, saying we are all going to be a hybrid. This is the main goal, guys. We can argue all about all this technical scientific stuff, but you have to know this is what they want. It's a philosophy favoring the use of science and technology, especially neurotechnology, biotechnology, and nanotechnology to overcome, to overcome human limitations and improve the human condition. Human 2.0, that's what they like to call it, to upgrade yourself. So they want to put nanobots in our bodies to create a global super brain, okay? So they want to connect all of us, because they don't think we're connected, by a hive mind. <laughs> See, you have to understand, look at what they're saying. 
is the inversion of God. It's a blasphemy of God. We're already connected. They want to connect us in a different way. So the, this, these neural nanobots will connect to the synthetic neocortex in the cloud, all right? And then these would provide direct real-time monitoring and control of signals to and from brains. Really, it's just spying on you and knowing what you're doing all the time. This guy I need to know, he's one of the pushers of this Ray Kurzweil. He says, we're about to have eternal life. Look at what they do. They want to be gods. Do you understand? We're in a spiritual warfare. This is the problem. Forget about everything else. Know this. We are in the battle of good and evil. It's a satanic agenda. They do not, in these meetings I've been to, scientific meetings, you'll see Craig Venter up here in a second. He said, what is God? God creates. Now we create, so now we're gods, plural. They're self-proclaimed atheists, but they want to become gods of us. Do we want that to happen? No. So know what they're doing. Be gentle as doves, but wise as serpents. Know what they do, and we can overcome this. We won't fall into the trap. All right, so this is one of their big plans. 2045 project for us. So Avatar A, which is just done, a robotic copy of a human body is remotely controlled through brain um, interface. So somebody's uh, being able to control a robotic copy of themselves. They've already done this. Next step B, an avatar in which a human brain is transplanted at the end of one's life. They've already been doing this one too. Next one, Avatar C, an avatar with an artificial brain in which a human personality is transferred at the end of one's life. They think this is eternal life. They're uploading your memories into the cloud, then downloading, downloading them into something else, and they call that eternal life. They don't believe in a soul. The next one is D, which is ultimately, ultimately a hologram-like avatar where you're just a digital character in a video game. World Economic Forum, know this group. You must remember them. They are the pushers behind this. Davos, World Economic Forum, Agenda 2030, Agenda 21, Codex Elementaris, all different kinds of names for the same program. So they give an example of what it's going to be like as a human in 2030, that's nine years from now. Welcome to 2030, I own nothing, I have no privacy, and life has never been better. All right, so this goes on. They live different kinds of lives outside of the city, talking about the, uh, the remnant, huh? My biggest concern is that all the people who do not live in our city, they lost their way. Those who decided that they became too much, all this technology, they felt obsolete and useless when robots and AI took over big parts of our jobs. Those who got upset with the political system and turned against it, they live different kinds of lives. Some have formed little self-supplying communities, others just stayed em in empty and abandoned houses. Once in a while, I get annoyed about the fact that I have no privacy. Nowhere can I go and not be registered. I know that somewhere everything I do, think and dream of is recorded. I just hope that nobody will use it against me. This is their best marketing to tell you how wonderful life will be. That's their best. Do we want that? No, so let's not take it anymore. 
Oh, Klaus Schwab. Let's hear it from his mouth. Hopefully it'll play. Oh, I had a hack in my computer, so I don't know if it'll play. Oh, I don't know if my videos will play. I had a hack in my computer, that's too bad. Anyway, he didn't say anything good. So how can this radical change occur in the world within nine years? Did all my videos get erased? This is strange. All right. So I wonder if it's, I don't know what happened. It's too bad. All right. So anyway, this is uh, DARPA. Does anyone know who DARPA is? Defense Advanced Research Project Agency. Very important to know them. Um, they, are the, they are the group the brains, the scientific brains behind the transhumanist agenda. If you see anything about them, they are transhumanists, period. So whenever you see something in a research article, just know they've been doing it for a long time before this. So this one, uh, they're saying that they have an injectable, by a syringe, bi-directional, two-way communication, brain-computer interface. And what this is talking about they call it brainstorms. It sounds great, huh? So this is going to be, they inject something into your body, a substance. They say it's temporary. Just know it's not temporary. They have had a hard time making it just temporary. It's usually in your body for a long time or permanently. When the substance is inside, automatically you and the machine will communicate. The machine can give you messages or information or knowledge. Think a little bit like the matrix, right? Remember you can download how to do karate, how to do blah, 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 and then you can do it, right? So the military's been doing this for a while with certain pilots, the Black Hawk helicopters in particular, for decades. They actually, they do have a special helmet. I don't even think they need the helmet now, but anyway, when they're in it, they become one with the plane the, they just think it, the plane does it, they might move their eyes, the, the plane does it, or the, I'm sorry, the helicopter, but also the helicopter gives the pilot information as well, they become one. They've been doing this for a while, but they want to do this to you. Genesis, again, they will use biblical terms. Know that Satan knows the Bible in and out and knows all about it. They try to use it against you. AI and nanotechnology team up to bring humans to the brink of immortality, right? They think by 2050 you won't die, but the two methods this will happen is that humans might use body renewal and linking bodies with machines so that you live your life through an android. Is that living? Again, robots, robots, nothing about your soul, nothing about going to heaven, nothing like that, right? So. They're using artificial intelligence and nanotechnology to store all of your conversational styles, behavioral patterns, thought processes, so they know how your body functions from the inside out. They're actually gathering this knowledge because they don't think they need you. They're knowing how a human acts and behaves. They're gathering that data. They're gathering the genomes, the DNA. They're collecting it so that they can just make a synthetic version of you, and then you're not needed. Uh, hopefully this works. Uh-oh, where's the volume? We will have nanobots that we can feed into our brain that directly connect to the cloud rather than through anything we carry in our pocket. And in that way, 
wirelessly, we can basically download entire books, entire languages, and we will then know the... Okay, so, sorry, I had a little hack. So this is about uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and um, he's talking to Ray Kurzweil about the year 2030 to 2035, where everybody will have much bigger brain capacity because we will all have nanobots inside our brains. Again, that thing I was talking about, like the matrix, okay? And godlike, again, you're always gonna see references to the Bible. Elon Musk, so this guy uh, got into the vaccine race, and he's talking, this is December 2020, and he's talking about why it's so amazing that we're using modified messenger RNA and DNA because so many things you can do with it. I don't know if this one will play. Ah, oh, it didn't play, shoot. Ah, okay, well, let me tell you this, you gotta see, oh, somebody's helping me, good. I, th I think there's gonna be a lot of breakthroughs on the medical front, uh, particularly around the synthetic uh, mRNA. Uh, you can basically do anything with the uh, synthetic uh, RNA DNA. Um, it's, really, it's like a computer program. So, I mean, I think with enough with with uh, with effort, that's not too crazy. You could probably stop aging, reverse it if you want. Um, uh, these are you can basically do it. You can turn someone into a freaking butterfly if you want with the right DNA sequence. Okay. So. So what he just said, the most important thing in the end, yes, we can reverse aging. We know how to do it. With the same technology they're putting in the injections that they're calling vaccines right now, it's the same thing. And Dr. Craig Venter told us many years ago that they were already doing it. They could do it to any organism. They actually used the, ex the example of using a fruit fly or an earthworm's genome. And actually, you would still look like you on the outside, but in the inside, your genome would be an earthworm or a butterfly or a fruit fly's genome. They were very sure they could do this. Who gave them the right? So how does this transhumanism apply to the current injections? So I just told you a little bit right now, a little bit of uh, foreshadowing, but let's go into some of the details. So again, like everybody said, this is not a vaccine, it's a brand new technology on the human race. Again, a little re uh, refresher. Old vaccines use the actual organism, dead or alive or weakened, plus adjuvants and preservatives. So you're getting the actual organism, the old injections, right? But this time, we're using the code of the spike protein of the virus. Just know that not one Freedom of Information Act, Act has ever produced the actual specimen of the virus. It does not exist. They have lied to us from the beginning. Why don't we stop this insanity? There's no organism, guys, anywhere in the world that they know of that has caused the infection called COVID. That is the truth. Everybody had to admit it doesn't exist. We've been lied to on the largest scale ever. So that code, what is that code they're putting in everybody? It's not what's making us sick, there's no proof. That, that alone should start a riot around the world. So how do they get this code? That's really interesting, huh? It's a recombinant code. Recombinant means different things pushed together with gene synthesis, a synthetic gene. They created it. That doesn't come from nature. 
can't read this, but anyway, this is an example of many, many Freedom of Information Acts. This is from the UK to fight about Pfizer, and a woman got a Freedom of Information Act. It said, the DNA template used for this injection does not come directly from an isolated virus from an infected person. No, that does, that's not what we have. It said that it's uh, generated via a combination of gene synthesis and re recombinant DNA technology. So what they did is had pieces of genetic material, this is what the story is, from an infected uh, person with their, from their lung fluid, they found pieces, they're like, hmm, likely that's what made them sick, these pieces, but they're not all in its entirety. So hey, computer program, AI, you put it together for us. A computer program then put it together, filled in the missing blanks with its code. They saw that Frankenstein code, they said, mm, yeah, that looks like what it is. Let's use it in the injection. That's what they did. Um, everybody else did a better job of me of covering this. I just want to give you some refreshers that what's in the code. Well, we have many human proteins. What's the problem with that? In a, I'm going to say vaccine, which is not a vaccine, but anyway, what's, when you have anything in that code, the body can learn to attack it. That's a simplified way of seeing it. What's ever in there, the body can learn to attack. So if we have human proteins in there, the body can learn to attack itself. Yep. Just now, too, by chance, 18 units of sub, uh, 18 subunits of HIV-1 are found in the code. Really? So that means your body's going to be making HIV-1. Will it be enough to give you HIV or AIDS? We don't know. People have tested positive for HIV after they got their injections. They said, don't worry about it. It's just a false positive. Do you trust them? Do you trust them? Oh, chromosome 8. I think that's important. It's for intelligence and fertility. But a sequence of chromosome 8 of a human is also in the code by chance. You think that's going to make it smarter? I doubt it. This is evil. God gave us certain proteins that never have changed ever. So we have four proteins in DNA and four proteins in RNA. That's it, okay? They go in different combinations. Pfizer and Moderna have admitted they use something completely fabricated, not from the world. So the shortened version is called Psi Pseudouridylil. It takes the place of uridine. What is it? We don't know. Nobody knows. So instead of using uridine, we're going to put that in there. We're going to inject it into you. Why? Because it's perfect because it's a backdoor into your immune system. They actually said it's, it's analogous to using a computer hack in a computer system. They see us as computer systems. Once the hack is in there, they have, always have access in there. The problem is you can't just mess with something like that. You know, the DNA folds and turns and the proteins, it's like an origami. You change something like that, the folding is abnormal. What will that do? One thing that can happen, and people said prion disease, it's a neurodegenerative disease which already has been warned about in other research papers for other mechanisms, but this is a, another one right here. Who says they can take out a protein and put something completely not from this world in there? What will that do? 
This guy, everybody talks about Fauci, he's my guy. I look at him. Dr. Craig Venter, he is the father of human genomics. He actually, a little interesting story real quick. He was never a bright student. He was just a surfer dude, never interested in anything. D student, goes uh, drafted to the Vietnam War, War. He's there, he's very despondent, and he becomes suicidal while he's there. He decides to swim out into the ocean a mile out there, and he wants to kill himself, but then, this is the story, a shark comes and bumps him. He has a change of heart. He swims back, and he becomes into genetics and the brightest man in the world. This is so weird, huh? He becomes a super brain. I wonder what happened out there. Just interesting. Anyway, so he was in a World Congress meeting where he told us about the future of us. Lots of things he went over, but I want you to know some things about him. He, he actually told us there, he was so intrigued by the human brain, what made us tick. And he thought these were some really amazing things. He starts it out, and he's the one that says that he's an atheist, but he believes he can become a god. And then he said, he was very intrigued in some of these things in the brain. Let me show you one. You ever heard of this? The VMAT2 gene, actually called the God gene. So they did some studies. He was interested in this. And they saw that in people that got into a, a deep meditative state prayer, you know, they're the people that maybe could heal over distances, etc but they had this gene that was very active and they mapped it out and that's what they called it. It was like, well, what, what can we do if we manipulated that? Who wants to do that? So he wanted to do that and some others that goes to the previous slide. He wanted to patent and own it. Why would you want to do that? The military's talked about this. Why, why do they want it? They wanted to use it and modify it in their enemy so that they went to war, the enemy wouldn't have passion to fight for anything, they just give up. Who are they to use this? Do you see how we're getting this technology without wisdom? So this guy wanted to patent it, he couldn't get his way, wasn't happy. And so he had to find a way to patent something from nature because we can't patent a tree or vitamin C, etc. That's not right. So he went and he found that he could patent it if he made it synthetic. Okay, let me go back to here. So this is what happened about 10 years ago. The US Supreme Court says you cannot patent anything natural, but guess what? You make it synthetic, even a human can be patented and owned. Now it's like the biggest human trafficking operation in the world. No human should be owned. Did you know about this? Did anyone talk about this in the news? I didn't know about it until I was at the meeting with Craig Venter, and he was proud of this. What do you think they can do with that? Let me show you this. So I can't believe I found this, even on Wikipedia. It's still on there because he must be proud of it. He told us this. He said, okay, so when they're, syn they're synthesizing a gene or genome, they're proud of their work. They want to get you know, acknowledged and paid. So this is what they're doing. So they wanted to, again, it's a living language, your genome. They wanted to watermark, imprint, write in 
different things to prove that you are synthetic and owned or this fruit fly is synthetic and owned. And this is what they write in. They put in a new alphabet. Wow, because words are powerful. Frequency, right? Number two, they put in all their names. They brand their names in there. Remember I told you the word Yahweh, our father's name is in there over and over. They want to put their names in there instead. Three quotations. What? He was smiling, a smirk in this meeting. I don't think they were nice messages. I have no idea. He won't say what they are. Next one, a secret email address. I guess that's where you go if you're found, if you're lost. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Let me go back. So bored. Okay, so that's that's my guy I watch because he is everywhere, secretly. He's good, he keeps a low profile. If you wanna really know who's really doing some things behind the scenes, he's the guy to watch, in my opinion. Um, he's behind a lot of different programs there. So, now what's the big deal of this, a lot of people told me, so what if that could happen? I just not gonna happen. There's not gonna be a synthetic gene in me. I'm an adult, maybe in those, those designer babies, but not me. Well, think again, because we have that CRISPR technology and we can do it. You can be a grown adult and they can go in very easily. You snip out one part and you put in another part. It's actually pretty simple. So in anybody, I don't care who you are, very easily, they start putting something synthetic inside of you patented and owned that's a huge deal and so they're telling us in these injections they criticize me and, and the other panelists or the speakers up here saying that we're crazy that what they're doing is, is no way it can be integrated into our genome they're lying because they're they're ignoring science real science they're ignoring how our body functions and this is just one article that says oh yeah by the way the SARS-CoV-2 RNA is reverse transcribed and integrated in the human genome because, yeah, anything can be because we are amazing, complicated, beautiful, intricate beings. We have enzymes inside of us, reverse transcriptase enzymes. You put something in there like that, it can't actually get integrated into your body. It's a chance we take. Who's going to take that chance? Moderna and Pfizer. They, everybody went over this, I won't spend a lot of time, but it's just saying that it's using a modified or synthetic messenger RNA. This stuff is not from nature. And because our body will destroy this code immediately, they had to trick the body into making or accepting the code, so they actually have a nanolipid particle. I thought it was very ingenious they used nanolipid particle because they should have said hydrogel. That's what the word you need to know. If you look at that, you'll know what it can do. They're lying when they're just, they're, they're saying it's, not, it's actually hydrogel. That's very important you know that. So that for me, I'll spend the time on hydrogel. AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson, again, they can do the same thing with the code, but they say they don't have nanotechnology, but none of us know what is going on because nobody has analyzed the vials. They won't let us. You know, it's illegal for us to do that. So we're supposed to accept this poisonous concoction injected into us and our children, and we're not allowed to look at it? It's insane. We have to stop this right now. I don't trust them. 
Moderna is an operating system. Again, computer, computer, robot. Remember, this is what they want to do. They are not afraid to tell you that they are using an mRNA technology platform. People think they're just saying that is our genome. I actually think they mean technology platform as this hydrogel. And that using their mRNA drug is like a, an application on your phone they can change in and out. They're, they're talking about using us like a smartphone. Pfizer in 2015 said they've been working with DNA nanorobots. I hope this, uh, this video will work. Whoever's up there, can you help me with it? The nanorobot we designed and fabricated um, is a, a machine that can be programmed to autonomously uh, recognize target cells and deliver payloads to those cells. The basic idea is to make uh, a cage or a basket that protects a fragile or toxic uh, or precious payload and only releases it when it's at the right moment. The nanorobot is capable of um, loading a, a cargo and then delivering that cargo to a cell surface and specifically to a cell surface that ex is expressing some, some marker that we programmed the nanorobot to recognize. And that's done in a logical control where the surface of the basket responds to the surface of the cells that it's targeting. Um, I don't know if you want to watch that, but we'll skip that. So I just wanted to show you a little bit of what they're talking about. And they're actually, oops. So what they're saying is the word payload is used a lot because we're just, you know, objects to them. So they have to get enough of the payload in there. So when you're talking about hydrogel in this particular injection, what the drug manufacturers are saying is, oh, don't worry, guys. We're only using for on-demand drug delivery. That's all. Just to put it in. It doesn't do anything. It dissipates. Okay, on-demand is very important. That means something has to trigger it. Something has to tell it when to release the payload. Well, what is the trigger? Is the trigger the next coronavirus? Is the trigger an impulse or frequency? Is it trigger sound? I don't know. They won't tell us. This is insane. Also, this hydrogel, this substance, can be used for many things. Many, many things. Do we trust them that that's all it's going to be used for? They also say that it's going to just be in our body for a little bit and it just goes away. It's, they're, they're lying. It doesn't act like that. This substance does not act like that. Hydrogel is a very sticky substance, let's say. It can expand and shrink. It actually can replicate on its own. It grows on its own. It's alive but not alive. It actually can send information, transmit it, receive information. It almost has a sentient ability, meaning it can know what to do. So certain uh, uh, hydrogel, acts, they can assemble, disassemble, reassemble innumerable times. So maybe a certain hydrogel can fix a tendon in your body. That's amazing. Maybe it can sense a, a tumor in your body, go and, and kill it right away. Well, that's great too. But it also loves the nervous system of a, of a body. And loves your brain, loves your nerves, and that's where it usually goes. And by chance, it's been known to fuse with those tissues, becoming a hybrid. Do you want a synthetic substance that is robot-like to fuse with your nervous system?
They didn't tell us that part when they put in the injections, but it can do that. Just so you know, that the scientists build, can build an army of one million micro robots that can fit inside a hypodermic needle. That's the same substance. And I like how they say army, they'll say armada. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, again, injectable hydrogels for sustained co-delivery, co-delivery of vaccines, enhance humoral immunity. I'm just letting you know that the hydrogel is, is a substance that they are using. They call it nanolipid particles because they don't want you to know exactly what they're using and they're lying. What we hope to do is get some samples of these vials and be able to have an independent analysis of this and see what's going on inside of there to prove that this is true. This is insane we have to do this. I hope this won't work. I want you to see, this is hydrogel. It can, um, can you just try to play it? Hopefully it'll play. Oh shoot, it won't play. Anyway, look, it can undo it. Um, uh, I hate that I had this hack. So I want you to look up dancing hydrogels on YouTube. That is a real, example of what some of this stuff can do inside your body, how it can assemble and disassemble. Um, this is a, another example of hydrogel. Hopefully this will work. I don't know. Let me go back and see if it'll work. I can't believe all my videos are corrupted. Okay, um, if someone up there, whoever you are, can try to see if this will work. Oh, well, maybe this one will work. No. No, the next one, please. Yeah, see that one. This is materials. Dr. Savesh Kumar Srivastava and his co-workers right, from the Technical work. University of Denmark's Eduon Center. All right, so this one actually, unfortunately, these were really good videos for you. I'm so sorry. Okay, so what that was showing is right now these hydrogels in the paler, you know that, that little uh, uh, robot they were showing you? So inside of this structure, the payload is this the, the hydrogel that can form long strings with a little basket and it goes through your body, floats through your body. They kind of look like something called Morgellons. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Um, I have a whole list of references and, and you can look at this yourself on YouTube. You need to know what they look like, but they've been doing this for a while. It's not a secret, but you need to know that substance is being used for all of these different things. And they're using it to now inject directly into human bodies. So why is hydrogel so good? Well, hydrogel has a lot of functions. It actually makes its own electricity. You can, again, this has that analogy to the matrix, right? Making electricity. Also, it's interesting that when you have a lot of computing power, we have problems with the supercomputers. They make a lot of heat. So that's why some of them are in Antarctica. You've got to cool them down. So how do you have something make a lot of computing power like a human and not fry them? Well, the hydrogel can cool them down. So what else are they using the hydrogel for? Just know in DARPA, they've been doing the Clarity uh, project for a little while. They've been doing this on certain subsets of humans. So what they're doing is they're making the hybrid tissue of the human tissue and hydrogel, and it's still functional. They're saying, they're acting like this is just like a, 
you know, in, in a, a laboratory, but no, they've been doing this with humans for a little while in test subjects. So why would they want to do that? Well, they can get this, if you look at the, the literature of the research, they can get this to the point where they can see what you see through your eyes. They can see everything. They know your feelings. They know everything about you as if they were you. But then also, you can get messages right back into you as well. Maybe this one will work. Very important to see. So this is Dr. Charles Morgan um, on psychoneurobiology and more. Putting that activity and put it into the sensory cortex of the second animal, and that animal acquires the knowledge. Uh, from the human drone technology standpoint, you can attach the human brain to another human brain. You can putting that activity and put it into the sensory cortex of the second animal, and that animal acquires the knowledge. Uh, from the human drone technology standpoint, you can attach the human brain to another human brain. You can direct motor activity, or you can send communication and information. Um, Dr. Ventner's work is, my, in my view, the equivalent of the development of nuclear weapons when you realize uh, that he created life in a cell. He programmed yeast cells to produce anything he wanted. These can be inserted into you through the hypospray uh, needles. You put in a specific gene slicing, you program what you like, you put it in the cell, and it can reproduce and make as much as you like. It sends a signal and tells which portion of the DNA should unwrap, unfold, and produce a product. Related to this is an idea called dreads. These are designer receptors that can be remotely controlled. You can create a cell, you can put it somewhere in the body, and you can remotely activate it. So you have the capacity to create any product, as long as you know the DNA sequence, you can insert it into a living system, and you can remotely control it. It may affect the way you think, the way you act, so once you know that the technology is there to edit, splice, and program the cell, and the technology currently exists to administer it to somebody and have it go park anywhere you program it to go park, proliferate, and do its function, you can have things activated in other people's brains. Because people have figured out how to hide imagery in the DNA of bacteria. You can have the information uh, reproduced in a string form as a form of a protein. The new way to uh, hide information is going to be in DNA. This is the first experiment showing what imagery you can hide in bacteria. This is the latest. It's a GIF file. Well, this is what the Chinese are doing with DNA. Merging DNA systems with quantum um, uh, computing will be really quite an amazing and both lethal threat. The next thing I wanted to mention to you is memory. Can we erase memory? Can we modify memory? Can we change memory? Short answer is, yeah. So, did you catch any of that? Right now, what we can do is remotely control your behavior, what you think, what you do, through dreads. They can deliver payload into your body at will or on command. It can be a toxin, it can be a sedative, it can be anything. They can also store information inside of your DNA. It's part of why they like those terabytes. And then when they add in the hydrogel, well, that is exponential on, on the amount of information. They look at us as products. And if you're not a good human, well, maybe we can control you in this way. The, tech, the technology exists. We have to consent to it. We have to agree to it. So I know about these things. 
because I went to scientific meetings, but most importantly, I'll tell you about the business owners meeting that I was recruited to, it was like 2014, and I didn't know what I was walking into. Um, I was a fish out of water. I don't know why I was there exactly, I have some ideas, but I don't honestly know exactly why. So we had to be bussed in, uh, we could not drive, nobody, not even the big wigs, and all of our cell phones were jammed, we could not use them, I was upset the doctor I needed to be on call. So they said uh, they had the doors locked. They unlocked it and laughed at me. I walked out, there was nowhere to go. So I had to go back in. So literally could not leave until they were done. So in the meeting, they were, um, this is a divine uh, intervention for me to go there because it was the meeting I needed to be at. They announced their plan for all of Atlanta or Georgia, really. They said there that the problem with Georgia was they needed to get more businesses to move there and that the people there were too racist and they were not amenable to new cultures. So they were going, they had a plan to change that. They're going to change and modify people's behavior and they had a perfect plan. So Dr. Sanjay Gupta gets up there from CNN because you know he's always a holistic doctor and he's gonna, he, he came up with this invention he said. And he said that, you know what? Let's, we're gonna have a smartphone, everybody has one, and on the smartphone, we will have the health app downloaded. It wasn't downloaded then. On the health app, we will be able to use it as a software. Once we get the substance inside everyone's body, they didn't say how they would do it, but it would be the hydrogel, but they didn't say how it would get in, now we know. Once it's inside enough, called the payload, they would turn it on, and you wouldn't even know it was turned on. But it would be monitoring your thoughts, emotions, blood pressure, blood sugar, if you drank alcohol, you took drugs, um, how you lied because there's an electrodermal analysis sweat detector test on there, voice inflection app. This is a real bonafide business owners meeting. So they gave the example of this. They were interested in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta for how many times somebody lied. Okay, that was their experiment on us. So they gave the example of two women talking and one woman said, I'm sorry, I'm running late. Um, I'll be at the restaurant soon, I'm at the gym. Well, she lied about her location, the phone knew it, or the algorithm knew it. It would actually give her, initially would give her, the word was shock, when we all were very surprised that a shock would be given to a human, Gupta said, oh, I'm sorry, it'll be a buzz. So there would be an instant something repercussion given to the person. What it is was not exactly told to us, I think it's some sort of a frequency. So there'd be instant repercussion and they would know that she was lying because again, like a polygraph test would be done on her voice inflection app. She was drinking alcohol, the alcohol level was up, on and on and on. Also thoughts and emotions would be known. So all this would be done within a millisecond and a computer, a supercomputer would give back this data. There's no other human in this analogy or this algorithm. This would be done to this person over and over again. Privacy was an issue, they, they did say, who's gonna monetize off this? They weren't sure, now we know. We'll show you this in a second. Um, they told us that they wouldn't necessarily know they were doing this to the people because it would be like a Pavlovian dog phenomenon where you know if you just had these bad experiences, maybe you had bad luck, maybe it would change your behavior, but also this impulse they were giving people. Remember this, this last video where they said they could remotely control someone's behavior, or they could give you a substance at will, would they be doing that? 
they didn't explain everything to us, but now we know the technology. They could do something so evil like that if they, if they get the chance to do it. So by chance, th th that happened in 2014, I got that knowledge. I know people still in that meeting, they said, oh yes, they've gone forward with it. So now, this is an international patent around the world that Bill Gates, Microsoft, um, published in March of 2020. And they call it uh, 2020 060606 by chance. And here you do, you see the guy there, that's you or me, after we get our hydrogel after we get our injection, which is, the sensor is the hydrogel biosensor, okay? And that's really inside the person. Okay, so then that would be connected to your smartphone. That's where it gets all the information. That goes to the 5G. That's why they need 5G. That's the real reason. They need the bandwidth. Once it goes to the 5G, then it goes to a supercomputer, which does, um, computes everything, and then sends back the data into you. So it's a two-way. Also, they want it to be cryptocurrency, because, yeah, Bill Gates doesn't have enough money. And also, this is a way to control you, right? So what if you were thinking, uh, I need to find a way to stop the government from controlling me? Ah, no cryptocurrency. <laughs> uh, you know, I need to find a way to separate myself from the system. I cut you off from your cryptocurrency. Or I give you something else. This is satanic and not human technology. Wake up and you need to tell everybody. These people cannot get away with this. We didn't come this far for this to happen. Um, this. So just a little bit more information. Microsoft against talking, this is a bitcoin.com. I want you to understand that they said a user, a person can solve these problems unconsciously. Okay, so what they're saying is, they don't need you to be intelligent or smart, they don't care. You're gonna be running like a computer, everything in the background. And when you're sleeping, your brain is gonna be doing these problems that you don't even know. Because you're using your body as a piece of a computer equipment, that's really what's happening. They don't need you to be even alert. They have certain um, functions for you to do or tasks and it could just be something you're not aware of or maybe even looking at an ad or something like that. But this is, you know, it's not necessarily that you actually know it's happening. Um, this is not the whole thing, but this is the Chinese social credit system that they're using. Are you familiar with that? Okay, so in the Atlanta meeting, this is exactly what they said they would do. They said if the woman lied too much, they gave an example over like a month or three months or whatever, she wouldn't get a good percentage on her home mortgage. She couldn't eat good food. She would be denied to go into certain restaurants. She um, couldn't go to school or a good school, on and on and on. So if she's like me, <laughs> she spoke out, look at that, posing anti-government messages in social media. Oh, I'm falling down. Um, I know. So I don't, I don't think I would do well in that, that program. So people tell me, okay, it's just what they're thinking. They're not going to do it. No one's going to do it. Yeah, they are. Well, they're doing it right now. Yep. Poor Africa. Poor Africa. Okay, he got to go back in Africa again to do more crimes against humanity. Bill Gates and his foundation with Trust Stamp, it's an AI program, 
as well as MasterCard. And what they're doing there to these poor people is they're doing the COVID vaccine injections, okay? And so what they're doing is giving them a digital ID with their COVID injections and also MasterCard for cryptocurrency. They're, they're setting that up. But you have to know, is it just that? And also their vaccination records are supposed to be uh, involved. But you have to read more what they're doing there. So it says, this is the potential dual use for the purposes of surveillance and predictive policing based on your vaccination history. Those who may not wish to be vaccinated may be locked out of the system based on their trust score. You're gonna be locked out of the system. How do you get any money when there's no money, there's only cryptocurrency? And they even told you they're using it for spying on you, for knowing what you're doing, for really knowing what you're thinking. Predictive policing, that's Minority Report, Tom Cruise. Who doesn't think something if you're in a traffic jam? I, I think, I wanna ram the car in front of me all the time. But, but I think about it, I don't do it. But in this system, I would be in trouble. I would be a violent threat to society. How this stops you from being human, this stops you from thinking, from being creative, from having independent thought. You would just be a drone immediately. How they can condition you like this. And they're doing it to the people in Africa and we don't say anything. These are our brothers and sisters too. If we don't say something now, it'll be here because they said once they do this, this will be on our doorstop. They said once they have it perfected, all developed countries will get this. This is here. Again, predictive policing with this sweater. <laughs> I would want to punch him so bad. I would punch him. I swear one day we will have crimes of humanity trial and I don't want to be there. So that's, you probably heard of this quantum dot delivery vaccine. So just so you know, it's a bioluminescent crystal they want to inject inside of us. People knew about it, so they didn't do it right away. The plan is to do it soon. Once you're injected, you light up. We already have light inside of us, but guess what? Lucifer, Lucifer race is it called, wants to put their light inside of you. So you're always having a tattoo where you're always scanned. This is proof that you're vaccinated. You cannot do any um, forgery on this because it proves you've been transfected, transformed. As, as each cell is transformed, you get the light, this fake light inside of you. See, it's a blasphemy, an inversion of God. And guess what? These little tiny microneedles, looks like a band-aid when you put it on, it's like nothing. They were designed after snake viper fang bites. Again, Satan knows the Bible. This is, this is terrible in so many different ways. So risk versus benefits, I think, you know, the benefit that the drug manufacturers say maybe partial immunity for two months, I don't even think that, right? The, the risks are just innumerable. I mean, it's an experiment. We're in a stage four experiment right now. We don't really know. Everybody went over this. Infertility, cancers, autoimmune disorders. I, I mean, the potential for human ownership. This is a huge deal. You know, I, we already went over all these different things here. Um, the nanotechnology can be utilized in innumerable ways in the body. No large long-term studies to prove efficacy and safety. Potential to abuse this technology. Of course, that's what they are trying to do. They want to kill off a lot of us, called the culling, and the rest of us left over. 
they want us to really be controlled. Absolutely. There's, there'd be no human life left. But again, they have to get our consent. Um, again, on-demand drug delivery system, biosensors in the body, loss of autonomy, privacy, surveillance, predictive policing. They want to be human cyborg, all of us by 2030. Also, we know allergies to this technology, so what can we do? All right, so this is not human technology or science. We can't fight it. It's just sci-fi. We can't fight it on a physical level. But we don't have to, right? Everybody forgot that we are brilliant, beautiful light beings made in the likeness of our Father. We have everything we need, but we were fooled into thinking that we are not anything, that we are just biological beings. We're not. I have seen in my office people call miracle after miracle. They're not miracles. It's just what the human body can do. Because we're spiritual beings. We were biological. We were going to dead a long time ago. And one of the things about science is that there is good science out there, not just bad science. And here is showing you um, the HeartMath Institute has measured the electromagnetic potential or the electromagnetic energy of a human body. The heart is the strongest organ. It's 100,000 times stronger than the brain. And then an average person, just an average person with fear, it goes out six feet. They've measured people that are powerful in their heart energy, that love frequency. They can go out miles. Imagine that. Imagine getting a dozen people in that, in that passion, that love of God, you know, in Christ's energy, Yeshua, emanating out of that energy, 12 synergistically. Like that, this is over. That energy beats out all the nanotechnology that thrives and lives on the lowest fear panic level. These satanic beings that are not human live on that level too. And they fooled all of you into being on their level too. And you'll always be enslaved on their level. My favorite, um, one of my favorite animals is the eagle. You should learn about the eagle. The eagle knows about this, about where to take something and fight its battles. The eagle knows it can take any snake, even a poison snake, it doesn't care. The eagle will never fight the snake on the ground. Where the, that's, that's the snake's arena, right? That's its home. Because the snake can turn around and bite it, poison snake and kill it. So the eagle's smart. Goes down, swoops down, picks up the snake and takes it up into the air. As soon as it's lifted up, the gravity is no longer there. It loses all its power and strength. It's no longer in its field. It's now in the eagle's home base up in the air. And the eagle has all the power and always wins the battle. Always wins. Why aren't we doing that? We have to get the revival now. We have to bring back the fire and the love. We have to find that. The answer, you want the answer? It's not gonna be a Trump coming back. It's not gonna be this or that. It is you, 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 me. It is everybody. 
We have to do it now. We don't have much time. We didn't come here this far for it not to work. We cannot fail. We cannot fail. And we can do it because you can tell 23 people. You can tell 20 people. This should be your mission. This should be what you do right now is action. And you know what? Start being kind to one another. Do something, random acts of kindness for one another that sparks that beautiful light inside of the other person. You know what? The Bible told us what to do, right? Yeshua, Jesus Christ. So many Christians don't even know <laughs> how he was. You know what? He didn't go and preach to everybody and tell this, you're doing this wrong, this wrong. He went where everybody went. Demon possessed people. People that were uh, drunks, people that were tax assessors, people that were not his religious affiliation, and he doesn't matter, anybody, right? The prostitutes, he went everywhere and he treated them with love and kindness and washed their feet, treated them with love because they are brothers and sisters. How many people do that now? They have, they have a mask up. No, 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 no. We divide and we are conquered. You have the answer right there. You just show a little bit of that. And people wanted to be like him. They were gravitated toward him. And he said, you know, you guys can do this too. I mean, he was there to teach us for this very moment in time. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. The greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Why don't we hear that? Sorry, I get passionate because I want you to wake up. I see you. I wish you could see you like I do. We have light inside of us. God is inside of us. When you wake up, when there's enough of us, the day will be beautiful. We will shine. You wouldn't believe. There will be no fear. Those cowards are afraid of us. And then this will be over. We deserve to do this for our children. Okay, I do want the rest of her speech, but I don't like to have the podcast this long. It's very good. Thanks for um, listening and enjoying this and share this. Transhumanism is a real thing. <laughs>